Before we begin this episode, just want to give a quick thanks and shout out to Podcorn. And they are actually sponsoring this episode of Podcast 2 and It's 7, which is fantastic. And if you don't know who they are or what they do, um, they are a great platform that I recommend everybody else who has a podcast, who's listening to us, check it out. It, it's going to be great for you. And what they do is they put you directly in touch with advertising opportunities. So first off, I just want to oh. say real quick that they've been nothing but great with me. I've uh, been working with them uh, a decent Who's amount this? recently. It's Podcorn. You can go to podcorn.com slash podcasters. Check that out. What's the what's name again? Uh, it is podcorn.com slash podcasters. Yeah. Nice. They've been nothing but fantastic to work with. There's no middleman. They put you directly in contact with the potential advertisers, and it's a fantastic thing to do. Check it out, everybody, at podcorn.com slash podcasters. And here we go. Please enjoy our following episode sponsored by Podcorn. Welcome to Podcast 2187. Enjoy the show. And don't forget to submit your blaster for inspection. Welcome to Podcast 2187, and we're psyched, man. This is a good one tonight. There's a lot happening, and it's all great stuff. But the first thing I want to do is uh, just, we need to say that this is our last episode that we're recording before the release of Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. And in fact, the world premiere is happening in about 15 minutes, or the red carpet, I should say, starts in about 15 minutes from now. We're recording on Monday night of the 16th, uh, which is, again, when the world premiere is in Los Angeles. And, uh... There's a lot's going to be changing here soon because in just a few days we're going to see the movie and it's going to be great. I do want to also welcome in any new listeners that we have because um, it's a great time to be listening to a Star Wars podcast for the reasons I was just saying. So if you've never heard us before, uh, basically we are a Star Wars podcast. We sometimes cover some other things as well because that's what we do. Um, but primarily we are a Star Wars podcast. My name is Tim. I am the host slash producer for the show. And we also have Mark here with us, who is the other co-host for our show, who's going to speak and say hi right now. Hi right now. That was very literal. Um, right. And it's, it, it, it's, it's pretty much that corny. Uh, the whole podcast. <laughs> well, no, don't scare everybody away right now. <laughs> I'm not scared everybody away. So it's, it's a classic joke. It is pretty classic. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, but so yeah, so we like we have a lot of fun. We talk about all things Star Wars right now. That's largely with the Mandalorian and Episode Nine coming out. Uh, some episodes we tend to focus on news, and sometimes we talk about uh, some leaks and rumors and all that kind of stuff. Today we are not going to be diving into any leaks or spoilers or anything like that. So if you are trying to avoid those before the movie begins, you're safe for this episode. Don't worry about it. Uh, that's that's pretty much us, though. Uh, I will say, again, if you're new to the show, Mark, you and I have a lot of extensive uh, backgrounds and, and history with film scores, particularly. So don't get us started on that, or you'll hear a bit about that for a while. Um, but that's pretty much where we're at. So uh, again, we have a world carpet starting in a... Or world carpet. World premiere red carpet starting in about 15 minutes. And for right now, we're going to take up the remaining time and discuss the last episode of The Mandalorian, which is chapter seven, no, eight, six. It was chapter six, because seven is coming out Wednesday, and then there's one more after that, correct? Yeah, that's, that's Wednesday morning, right? Or uh, I, I assume so. I haven't seen a time. Just it would be Wednesday, and there will be that sneak peek at the Rise of Skywalker included. Yes, which I'm not quite sure what that sneak peek is going to be. It should be interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, it'll definitely be interesting because I, I, I feel like they've given out a lot already, and not given out a lot, but they've shown a lot in the trailers that we've seen so far, including the most recent one for that minute and a half clip of Kylo in the beginning of the movie. So there's a oh, decent amount clip. already out. Oh. Yeah, I, it was so good. Uh, we're, we're not even going to talk about that just, <laughs> just because even though it's not a spoiler, it was a, a released trailer, but there are some people who might not want to know even what's in that before. So again, we're, we're taking you into consideration. We're not going to say too much, um, but it was good. I'll say that. Uh, so anyway, all right. Mandalorian, though. <laughs> uh, this most recent episode, uh, what did you think about it, Mark? Honestly, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was great. It's definitely one of my favorite episodes of the series so far. I'm not sure if it's like my favorite, favorite, like the number one, but it, but it's definitely up there. Yeah, uh, I do like heist, you know, uh, uh, movies. I, I'm a I'm a huge fan of. Uh, I know 
I know I don't even say it, but I'm a huge fan of Fast and the Furious. Uh, <laughs> huge fan of you know stuff like Italian Job and and right. even even in a lot of ways, Mission Impossible are almost heist films. There's always like, something they have to say. Oh yeah, for sure. And like the Ocean's movies. Oh, uh, for sure. Uh, th- those are always those are always fun. So this is one of those scenarios, or this is one of those type of uh, uh, ideas that's been done before, but in a Star Wars setting with new characters, great actors. I thought everybody was great at it. Yeah. What about Dave Filoni? Oh, it's a little cameo at the end? He was good. Yeah. And everybody, I mean, Debra Chat, like, they were all good. Um, I thought what was really cool about it is that this, once again, probably just because it's serialized to Star Wars now, but it reminded me of something that we saw and liked in Clone Wars and even Rebels or something like that. You know, again, probably just because we're getting more used to this a truncated storyline as opposed to a full-on movie. Um, but no, I thought it was great. I mean, I haven't really not, I haven't had an issue with any of them so far. I've liked them all to varying levels. Um, but no, this one fit right in for me. I thought it was, thought it was good. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, and I like Bill Burr. I don't know if you've ever seen his comedy. It's definitely not yeah. for everyone. <laughs> definitely not for everyone. That's a good way to put it. But, uh, you know, it, it continues the trend this season for whatever reason of uh, of having comedians play roles. And his was certainly the largest role that any comedian has played. Mm-hmm. But I thought he did excellent uh, as sort of what was the, what was the guy's name? Remember? Anyways, the the guy who wasn't an alien or a robot. Yeah, I I don't remember his the character name. I, I he was just Bill Burr. <laughs> yeah. So so he was good and and. Uh, Obviously, we had uh, Clancy Brown played the Deveronian. Uh-huh. Uh, Star Wars fans will recognize him as the voice of Savage Press. Right. Um, SpongeBob fans will recognize him as the voice of Mr. Krabs. Uh, what else? He played Kurgan in Highlander. He's been in a lot of stuff. He, he's a he's a he's a character actor. Been around for a long time. And then I don't know her name. I really don't. But uh, the girl who played Twi'lek, she's from, uh, she played Tonks in in Harry Potter. And also she was from Game of Thrones. And off the top of my head, I should know it, but there's 8 million characters in that uh, <laughs> show. And she played a character in that. She's really good. So I have no idea what the guy who played the, the uh, male Twi'lek looked like in real life. I have no clue. Which is funny because he kind of seemed familiar to me, and I, and I don't know why. I didn't look into it actually, um, but he did look a little familiar to me. He does. And then the other, the other thing is the score. My favorite score of the show so far. This ep- this episode. Yeah. And for me, you know, I I really I love John Williams, but I do love a good synth score. And there, yes, was a ton, there was a ton of synth in this episode. Like, way more than normal. <laughs> so now well, it has me thinking about Star Wars with just pure synth. I also want to point out, because I almost forgot, uh, tonight, Jimmy Kimmel Live will have some of the cast of The Rise of Skywalker on, and it will include uh, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Daisy Ridley, Naomi Aki, J.J. Abrams, and Anthony Daniels will all be on there tonight as well. So don't forget to check that out, too. You didn't say it would include John Williams. That's where I thought you were going with that segue. Well, that would make sense, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would have. It would have. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to real quick to um, our newest review on iTunes. I just saw that earlier today. Um, is, it, is it good? It was pretty good. I'm going to try to actually pull it up here so that we can. I can just read it, and not make it up as I go. Was it the one that that I did for our show, where I talk about how enormously attractive I am? Even though you know, it's an it's a oral media and you don't actually see me? You know, it was not. Oh, well, whatever. That one should get approved for posting very soon. This is the perfect time, though, to segue into, if you do like the show and you're a long-time listener and you have not rated us, please do so. It's one of those things that actually does go a long way. Yeah, if you're going to give us a bad rating, just don't. <laughs> we do have two of those. We, we got a bunch of ratings. We have a, overall a good... Uh, rating number, uh, but we do have two. I'm pulling them up now just here on my phone instead because that'll be easier. And here we go. So we have uh, this says 33 
ratings. 33. 33. And we have a 4.5 out of there because, again, we have two people who gave us one star. Everybody else gave us five stars. Um, the most recent review we have says, I've, uh, I'm a bit of a new listener. Tim and Mark do a really good show together. Great Star Wars spoiler talk found here. Recommended listening by me. And that is from Rural Farm Boy. Um, oh, Rural Farm Boy? <laughs> yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. He's absolutely, I think he does more than any other fan out there, not just of us, but of other podcasts, of like promoting podcasts he likes. He, he's a huge yeah, proponent for podcasting. Yeah, and, and talks about what he's listening to, when he's listening to it. Um, it's, it's always appreciated when, you know, he calls us out, like a thank you, or I'm listening to you. And also, you know, he does really well. Uh, and, and just letting people know what else to follow and what else to like. So it, it's rare yeah. when you get a fan like that, but I absolutely appreciate it. So, Yeah, and I also want to give a quick shout-out to Carl Fox, too, because he's also been pretty good with us on Twitter. And by pretty good, I mean actually great. Uh, he's been great with us on Twitter um, and uh, responded to us and, and given us some feedback and stuff. So I, that, it really does go a long way because, you know, if it, we always, we want to be as interacting as we can with you guys. And whenever we hear from you, it's, it's a wonderful thing. So I appreciate you guys for doing that. Um, and, then, know, and then also, you know, we enjoy knowing that you're listening. I mean, we see that people are listening. We, we know that, uh, that we have followers, um, but, you know, drop us a line every once in a while. Just let us know, you know, whether it's on Twitter, you know, at podcast, uh, podcast2187 on Twitter. Um, right. Just let us know. Listen to the episode. Liked it, didn't like it. Comment on it. Whatever. We're more than happy to hear anything you guys have to say. So. And one of my favorite, we've talked about this before. One of my favorite things about this show, too, is the international element to it. We have listeners from literally all around the world. And I think that's fantastic. So, um, because yeah, we get the stats, we see the people are listening, we see where they're listening from, and it's it's great. And the other part of that that's fun is hearing from you guys. So yeah, go ahead and reach out. It's it's awesome. Um, I do want to point out that I just got a notification eleven seconds ago that the YouTube live stream has started. Um, I did, for the world premiere, I just pulled it up, and it has the like you know the placeholder screen. It says, "Please join us at five thirty for the world premiere." Um, so we got some music playing. Which I'm listening. I haven't. Yeah, let me listen to this real quick to see if it's new. I doubt so, it. Tim, uh, before we leave Mandalorian predictions, next episode is this where is this a two parter? You know, I would consider the first three episodes obviously a three parter. Then there's single standalones for for three episodes. Is this the end game of episode? You know, of season one, or are we getting another standalone? And then, I mean, I honestly think we, you need two episodes. I'd be shocked if we didn't get two episodes. I would agree. If if it is just one episode and then the or chapter eight season finale is also just like a one episode part, it has to be a little bit longer, I would think. Um, but no, I, I would most likely expect it to be kind of a two part. However, uh, the, we do know one character is in only chapter seven, which is the Grand Moff. Um, he's not in chapter eight, according to IMDb, at least. So... I don't know if that's maybe he dies or something, but possible that it's for different uh, stories between the two. And then we also know that uh, that Death Troopers are in this episode. Then, right? Unless I mean, IMDb is wrong, <laughs> which it has been before. I'll say that. We also know that that uh, speeder bikes are still coming. Yeah, mm, and we don't know anything about Boba Fett. That's correct. Are we getting? Is this show keeping Baby Yoda as long as the show's around? Answer: mm, No. Really? Like you think they're they're moving out of the Baby Yoda business already? Well, I, I don't expect that for the season two finale. See, uh, this this might two? be new music. Tim, I'm not on the live stream. No, We're... I know, but I am, and I'm just, it's really striking. It's it's basically the Octo theme, but way more grand. Let me put it this way. If it's 
if it's not new stuff, it's probably from like a great trailer or something because it does sound good. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to give a quick note, too, because um, it can be easy to forget this sometimes. If you are somebody who is trying to avoid spoilers and you're trying to go into this movie uh, with a clean mindset and, and not aware of other things, now is the time to log off of your social media, like literally right now, not five minutes from now. Actually, by the time you're listening to this, the time was yesterday. <laughs> it's a log off. Uh, because if you remember a couple or a few years ago now, before The Force Awakens, there were people who made Twitter accounts and the name of the account was Han Solo Dies. And then would just tweet Wait, what? random people. What? Uh, yeah, sorry, Mark. I forgot to give you a spoiler warning for that. What the hell? <laughs> um, but yeah, so so... They didn't even need to write anything in the spoiler. They didn't even really have to do anything that was really report-worthy, per se. Like, they just would randomly tweet stuff to random people, and then when they see the notification of who tweeted at you, there's the spoiler, you know? So, now, to be fair, if you end up seeing something you didn't want to see, to keep in mind that there have been people who did that with false things as well. So not everything you see is going to necessarily be true, but... I would, if you're trying to avoid this stuff, just log out now and, and get off of these uh, websites that have these sort of news things or your social media and all that kind of stuff because it's starting, like, right now. So, just want to give that reminder in case you're trying to avoid that. Hey, um, can we finish the conversation about uh, Mandalorian? Uh, Baby Yoda? Well, yes. Because <laughs> yeah. you seem to think that he won't be, you said season two, finale I, I just don't see him still being an active part of the show by that point he might be a character that pops up or something i just i don't know i feel like if you're if you're still it would almost be like a crutch for the character like this is about the mandalorian it's not the baby yoda show baby yoda is what set his character in motion and what introduced us to his current state of running from everybody else and all that but if he's still there by the end of the second season you're really pushing it as far as the usefulness of the character other than the cute factor and marketing. So then your guess or your thoughts or whatever, does he hand them off to adult Yodas? Oh, that'd be cool. Do we see the home world? I hadn't thought about that, but you know, that that would almost make sense because John Favreau said that we will know the name of the species and find out more about them in the Mandalorian. And so far, it's called the child and we know nothing <laughs> about baby Yoda other than it being called the child. So that would be a, a good, and, and it doesn't speak to us. So we, we're not going to, at least not yet. So we're not going to learn anything from him or her. So it would you know make sense. Gonna be? What's that? What was his name originally in the screenplay? Oh yeah. You're really testing my memory here. Uh, I know Is it. Is it Minch? Yeah, that sounds right. I think it was. Yeah. There you go. That is Baby Yoda's name. You know, that would make sense, and it would be really kind of awesome, and I would not put it past John Favreau to do that. Throwback makes sense. It'd be it'd be a little oh. good name. It'd be a good name for Baby Yoda if you call him Minch. It'd be a great name, and so much of what they're using right now does come from previous things. Like, even like Utapau for the prequels was a planet name in the original trilogy that was scrapped for something else uh the knights of ren um that was taken from uh, an original trilogy george lucas thing um a a lot of what they're using again is coming from original material so it it would work it would make sense if that's what they do for for naming baby yoda as minch okay so i'm gonna jump over to something else real quick okay because technically, uh, the live stream is a minute late. Just saying. So I see the full guest list for the Rise yes. character premiere, right? Yes. And I do not see Ryan Johnson. Right. The guest directors and filmmakers are in alphabetical order, except for Steven Spielberg, who's number one. Right. Um. Uh, but I do not see Ryan Johnson. I do see his producing partner and co-writer, Ram Bergman. Right. I wonder if he just didn't like want to deal with it. I wouldn't blame him, honestly, from the, the type of feedback he's gotten from the community, whether you agree with it or not. It, it's not been exactly a positive 
or constructive way to give your feedback. Um, I wouldn't blame him for not wanting to throw himself right into, especially the sequel to the movie that has been so controversial. And, and just to, I mean, I'd be happy if he was there, but I, I don't blame him for not being there either. See, and, and I don't know if did, did that list cut off. Hold on, let's see. I think so, because I think the last name on there was just a, a first name. General? Yeah, so. Yeah, it cuts off. So so here's the thing. You, you know, looking at this list of guest directors and filmmakers, I'm trying to see if we can figure anything out from it. Because we know Joel Cohen is not directing uh, of the Cohen brothers. He's not going to be doing any sort of... Uh, um, Do we know that? Star Wars. Well, I think so. We did. Hey, would you believe that Quentin Tarantino was at some point going to be developing a Star Trek movie? Yeah, he, he says he says he thinks he's done with it. Yeah, I know, but that's why I said at some point. <laughs> Spike Lee's on here. I don't think that's happening. Damon Lindelof. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> Peyton Reed. Well, that's the whole Disney family, right? And then you look at the special guests, and you're like, oh, Harrison Ford. That's interesting. Harrison Ford. Yeah. Well, it makes sense, because like, everybody else is in the cast list. You know, He's the only one who's not in the cast side, or cast list side of the invitations. So he kind of stands out being on the, the special guest side. That's true. And uh, special guest is also Frank Oz. Yes. So perhaps, you know, I don't know. Perhaps. See, now, why is Brian Burke a special guest? Isn't he the writing partner with Damon Lindelof for Lost? I think so. And he's a producer as well, right? Now, why wouldn't he be? Yeah, why wouldn't he be down there with the guest directors, filmmakers? Interesting. I don't know. Well, isn't and, he? And why is Mark Paul Goss, uh, Gossler there? Wait, is Brian Burke a producer of this one, though? Is he? I don't know. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker? He might be. Uh, I see Frances McDormand, which would be interesting if she ever did a, a, a Star Wars. Um, but see, then there's a decent amount of people from Mignal Wen's coming, Emily Swallow's coming. Yes. Both of those are from from um, Mandalorian. Ahmed Best. Uh, yes. From the, And he's got a new show coming out. Mark Paul Gossler, though. Come on. Zach from uh, Saved by the Bell. I don't think I want to see him in a Star Wars. Isn't that him? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, don't, we don't want him. This live stream is five minutes. Oh, so it changed. It changed from tune in at 532 begins momentarily. Ah, well, whatever. There are moments that are powered by Verizon 5G. Just So, so ne- needless to say... Needless to say, uh, this is a great Star Wars week because, number one, yeah. we've got um, Mandalorian Wednesday morning. Check. Uh, Thursday, we've got, obviously, The Rise of Skywalker. Now, does the soundtrack come out? That The soundtrack yes. comes out Wednesday night? I don't even know if it's night. It just says that the digital release for the soundtrack will be on December 18th, which is Wednesday. Um, so I'd imagine it would probably be before Wednesday night, like early in the day. Uh, and then the, dig- or the the actual CD physical copy will be released on Friday the 20th. Okay, so we've got, you've got Mandalorian in the morning. You've got uh, Mandalorian score that morning. You've got Potentially John Williams' digital release on Wednesday evening. Thursday, you've got uh, Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Friday is when some of the merchandise starts hitting. Now, unfortunately, the art of book was rescheduled. The concept art book was rescheduled to, I believe, March. Yeah, wow. I remember March or April. It makes me sad, but if they have a chance to put, obviously, more... Uh, um, stuff from the finale and there stuff they're trying to keep secret that's great it, it would be worth it in the long run oh i agree and i and i can wait uh the visual dictionary though comes out and it's already being leaked some of it and some of the little tidbits that are being shared around it absolutely makes it such a deeper mythology well i mean that's really the entire point of the visual dictionary is to add to the lore and mythology and context 
explanations for the things that you might even see on screen, but they're just background props. But there really wasn't much that they could do. And and, and I started watching Last Jedi again uh, before the podcast, and I'm actually really enjoying it. So let me just get away from that for a second. But it, it, I don't <laughs> think I don't think that the ability to you know add to the lore of The Last Jedi, I don't think that Visual Dictionary is as good as some of the others. Because literally it takes place, you know, a few days after, you know, a few days after uh, uh, Force Awakens. Right. You know, but in this one, some of the stuff that I'm talking about is the Sith and, you know, well, spoilers. No! But, okay, then no spoilers. Well, here's here's one that is not even really a spoiler. But they talk about a Supreme Council. Okay. So there's there's like a, you know, I started thinking about oh, there's a government and people are in charge and he, Kylo's the head of this this you know the supreme, you know he, he's he's part of this council kind of like the 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 moths and the governors and Star Wars and they're just adding little bits and details sprinkled in this book that it's like it makes it much richer once you read it. So because he is the uh, the supreme leader at this point, you know, it's been about a year since the Last Jedi and Kylo is the Supreme Leader of the First Order. Um, I'm, they might be going live soon just because there was a slight glitch in the screen that looked like a like a uh, fraction of a second. I can't see any of it, so I'm just, uh, you know. We go, are we going to spoilers, or, or what are we doing? No, no. I, do you listen to me when I talk? Sometimes. <laughs> no, this is a spoiler-free episode, because, you know. What the this... hell are we doing? People well, I mean, spoilers. Yeah, and if if you want it, we've pretty much got most of it covered in our previous episodes. There's some good stuff today. There is, but you and know. And how sad is it we haven't? Have you watched Resistance? I'm so behind. Uh I think, I think I did not. Was it yesterday? Was the new one? Yes. I did not watch that one. I'm up to date, up to yesterday's. Dang. Yeah. You're way far ahead of me. <laughs> I'm really behind. Oh, and I'm thinking of canceling cable, so then that's gonna I might be able to see it for a while. Oh, I'm not gonna talk about it because this is a spoiler-free episode. But I just saw something cool. <laughs> now, the other thing that was interesting is that someone on Twitter alluded that there were two new animated series in development. Yeah, I do remember seeing that. Okay, am I going to have to go? Um... <laughs> well, Tim, seriously, did that just leak? Yeah. <sighs> I'm, not, I'm not watching. I'm, I'm not doing that one. It's, well, it's not, it's not an image. It's, it's written. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not reading it. Okay, all right. I'm going to avoid that one. Whoa, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> just, just so everybody knows, Tim's reading the opening crawl. Hey! I mean, <laughs> look, we're not telling anybody what it is, but I want people to know what I am not reading and what Tim is like. Oh, good. <laughs> losing his losing his marbles over. It's cool. Okay, which everybody will find out in uh, a few days. Yeah, in a few days, everyone's gonna find out how cool it is. Again, I repeat right. for, for for new listeners. I do repeat right now. We we normally have more a little bit more substance to be talking about. We are waiting for the live stream to start, which is supposed to start eleven minutes ago. And, and also, uh, well, that's true. And also, um, for new listeners, uh, what you just heard wasn't quite there, but it almost sounded like Pringles. And Pringles no. is I said it almost sounded like him. And Pringles is our intern. Uh, unfortunately, he is an unpaid intern because we don't make money here. But that's. <laughs> uh, that's what he is, or who he is. And uh, if you stick around, you might hear him sometimes. I don't know about Pringles, but I do know that next week is a very special episode. It is. Are we going to have a return guest from last year? We are. We are. I'm not going to be here. Uh, unfortunately, I am going to be uh, starting my vacation because my, class, my classwork will have ended. Um, nice. But uh, co-hosting with Tim will be the return of everyone's favorite uh, Santa Claus. There to talk about, uh, you know, his thoughts. Oh, you know what? I gotta, I'm gonna have to phone in. I think. Oh, some of the, some of the episode just just to talk about uh, 
you know, my my reactions to uh, Rise of Skywalker. But then, you know, then then I can have Santa Claus pipe in. You know, you you, you too. I, I'm I'm sitting here just trying to be a good boy. Yeah, <laughs> and you and our other friend are just yeah. That's a that's a Star Wars crow. <laughs> If, you're, if anybody's wondering, uh, he's referring to a group DM that we have. You know, I might just end up editing this down a little bit because this isn't high quality entertainment for people. And I think it's actually very high quality entertainment to get to understand that right now. <laughs> Tim and, and another person that I can see are uh, fanboying very hard uh, <laughs> for the opening crawl of Star Wars. Another one of our friends has vowed to not see anything else today uh he, he, he that's true yes. free. well kind of too because there's one that um a few days ago was like that said i'm out you know i got got enough of my spoilers that's true so we're, we're, we're down two in our group we only have three left you know i'm looking at this guest directors guest filmmakers and Lud- uh, ludwig Gorenson is on there and i'm absolutely i love what he's done with the music for the mandalorian I do too. It's really expanded. I mean, it fits the series, and it's really expanded what a Star Wars score can be because it works. But here's the question: We have two series with characters that have already had pre-existing music for them, not themes for them necessarily, but they already have. You know, they've already existed in sort of the Skywalker saga or its general area. So, do you keep? Uh, an orchestra music, orchestra type uh, music for for the Kenobi TV show. Hmm. Uh, and do you potentially bring in John Williams to do a theme? Or do you just let him be? Honestly, he, he, did, he did solo. He did, but I would let him be because he didn't do anything for Mandalorian. You know, even though he did solo. Kenobi. Yeah, I know, but... So choices, then. What type of music do you want? I mean, we could Sorry. obviously go... We could obviously go with... Uh, I know you'd like to see Brian Tyler, you know, get a swing at <laughs> it. Well, okay, so yeah. I, I've said this before. My number... The number one person I want to hear... Oh, live stream starting. The number one person I want to hear do a Star Wars score is Alan Silvestri. Okay, fair enough. I think that's an, uh, it's actually a really good choice. So, now, okay. Do you want Giacchino to return to Cassian? Oh, I think that would be great. I mean, he has so much experience with TV shows in the first place. Um, and then, of course, he had already done Rogue One, which is the introduction to Cassian. So it makes sense. I think that works. Uh, you know who I want to see return? Are you on? I don't, uh, my. My mind's all over the place. And his name is like escaping me. No, it's not, not anymore. Um I'd like to see Joe Kramer get a get a uh Oh, that'd be at, cool. Uh, yeah. At Cassian. Absolutely. He would be great. If anybody's wondering who he is, he recently probably one of the bigger things he did was the Mission Impossible movie. Was it the f- fifth one? Yes. Rogue Nation? Not yes. Not yeah. not not the one we just had. Right. Whatever that one was called. Fallout. Yeah, which I actually haven't seen yet. That's the only one I haven't seen, but Oh, it's good. Yeah. It's I, really I would good. expect so. Did Chris McQuarrie do that one? Yes he did. Okay. And Chris McQuarrie wrote uh well along with others, but he has a big hand in the new Top Gun. Yes. Yep. Not directing it. That goes to Joseph Kaczynski, who uh, directed Tom Cruise on Oblivion, maybe? And also did Tron Legacy? Yes, I believe that sounds right. But I'm excited for that. So they just had their little uh, introduction graphic for the show, or the world premiere. They said it's 90 minutes, so I'm assuming the movie itself is probably going to start at uh, between 7 and 7.30 Pacific time, I would guess. Um, but it is the host of the Star Wars show, as you would imagine. Um, and they've already got everything up. They got the banner scrolling on the bottom. Looks like ready to go. So I'm going to keep an eye on this. Mention anything that's relevant, any interviews or anything like that. So um, 
which we actually we, we probably don't have that much longer <laughs> of our show anyway because they started about 15 minutes behind but you can't do spoilers so you know correct because we are being considerate and thoughtful to all of our new listeners okay so which, um, if, if you uh, yeah if you are a, if you are a new listener what? Let us know. We want to hear and give us, you know, feedback. You know, if you really feel like like there's something that you thought we could do better or whatever, let us know. Like Mark said earlier on, our Twitter account is the easiest way to get through to us, and um, it the way to get to us there is at podcast two one eight seven. Pretty simple. Um, so yeah, let us know what you think, good or bad, or, or if it's bad, try to you know be more constructive. Don't just tell us what you didn't like. Tell us how to make it better, and we'll see what we can do. And you and I know a decent amount of spoilers. You know, almost all right. of it. Yes. Uh, but there are some things that I have no clue about and I have hopes and wishes and, 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 and dreams for. So I'm going to I'm gonna go and say that there's certain cues of music that I hope make a reappearance. Oh, absolutely. I want Duel of the Fates. Yes. Or Battle of the Heroes. Or both. And I feel pretty confident we're going to get some reference at some level to those. And I don't want it in just the credits. Yeah. I also would like, for all our Raylo fans out there, if there is such a, you know, star-crossed lover type of thing, I would like to see Across the Stars. Oh, that'd be interesting. Because, I've, uh... like I said, I've... I, what? What? I've seen the stupid videos that people make. No, I know. The, tri- the tribute videos to where it's like they really want them to get together and, and they pair footage from Last Jedi and uh, and um, Force Awakens to Across the Stars. And it's very it's very effective. It, it is. I feel like if they decided to go that route and do a musical reference to something like that, I, w- I would rather it be just that. A, a reference to Across the Stars rather than reusing it even in part for them even though i'm not even sure that they would necessarily get to that point I, i'm what not... if they have what if they have duel of the cross the stars battle <laughs> of the duel battle of the duel of the cross the stars and i would be because super interested to hear what john williams does for that maybe they like each other but they gotta fight it out you know <laughs> no idea. every time i start to say something you think i'm gonna spoil something I don't, I mean... You do have an edit button, you know. I do, but it makes my life a lot harder. So no, if we well, can I'm avoid not intending, it. I'm not telling you I'm spoiling anything, Tim. Okay, well, I appreciate that. Because I know everybody is wondering right now what's happening. They're showing a montage of constructing the set that they're on. Do you like when people park in front of your house, Tim? Um, they don't belong there. I feel like I should withhold an answer until I know the context of this question. I'm just saying, there are people that keep parking in front of my house that don't belong there. And I don't like it. Because <laughs> then they go into the apartment complex uh, kind of around the corner, but they installed like a man gate that people can get in and out. Uh-huh. And so you get a lot of unwanted on our street who they don't live here. Because we're at, we're at, we have no exit. Oh, we're we, we're not we're not a through street. Oh man, they got me all excited. They're like, "Hey, we're gonna show something." Lucasfilm logo. It's just the trailer from October again. I mean, it's a good trailer, but I'm feeling a little let down. I thought it'd be something somewhat new. Can't See, you can't I, even I, do predictions because we know too much. Well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and we already touched on the Mandalorian. We didn't watch Resistance to touch on that. So, uh, yeah, we're kind of, we're kind of screwed. This is why I was relying on new material from the red carpet. I mean, you know, here, I'm going to read through relevant names from the, uh, the invited guests to the red carpet here. Because I do have the actual list. Yes. I mean, I cared enough to read it when it came up. So our our, our friend spoiled himself. Who? What? Uh, one of the people we referenced quite a bit is a friend of ours named uh, Drew. 
he was swearing off any more spoilers and he just read the crawl. So, man, Drew, I'm almost disappointed in you. I, I, was, I was giving you credit for, for stepping out when you did. I would be disappointed in him. That's fair. So, the na- <laughs> relevant names who are going to be at the world premiere uh, from the film include, of course, Mark Hamill, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Adam Driver, Oscar Isaac, Naomi Aki, Anthony Daniels, Richard E. Grant, Ian McDermott, Kerry Russell, Jonas Suomo, Kelly Marie Tran, Billy D. Williams, Dominic Monaghan, Greg Grunberg, J.J. Abrams, Kathy Kennedy, um, John Williams, uh, Chris Terrio, a bunch of the people, again, behind. I'm not going through every single person. Special guests include Harrison Ford, Amy Adams, Elizabeth Banks, Dee Bradley Baker, Ahmed Best, Steve Bloom, Gina Carano, Zoe Deschanel, Ashley Eckstein, Donald Faison, Taylor Gray, which is interesting, Matt Lanter, Daniel Logan, Vanessa Marshall, Bobby Moynihan, Frank Oz, Christopher Sean, Tia Sakar, Colby Smulders, okay, James Arnold Taylor, we are, you already went over the directors and all that kind of stuff. They are interviewing Doug Chang currently. Wow, this is not going like I thought. <laughs> I don't know. In my head, I was because I watch the red carpets every year. They're fun. And I'm just like, you know, there's usually something cool to talk about. They talk to Frank Oz, and he might say something neat. Or Harrison Ford, again, he's there tonight. I'm sure they're going to talk to him, and he'll have something cool to say. But it's also not exactly a great thing to have like reactions to. You know? Yeah. <laughs> this whole podcast is not a great thing to have reactions to. No. That's okay, Tim. This is your baby. It's your brainchild. This, this is a new ship that they're showing. Fascinating. Don't care. I'm waiting. At this point, I'm waiting. I can't even comment on any of those names on the list and, and, and some interesting things uh, about those names on the list. Like potential implications or something? Well, yeah, potential implications about things we know and potential implications about things we don't know. That would be news to us. But, you know, instead, you just want to gloss over it. Everybody, enjoy your time at, uh, at Rise of Skywalker. This is what we're going to do. I kind of did this before, I think maybe even last week, but I just want to take another moment because, again, this is our last episode before uh, the rest of Skywalker is released. So, Mark, you and I were on a different Star Wars podcast a few years ago um, after the announcement that Disney was buying Lucasfilm and making more films uh, and way before The Force Awakens was actually released. Um, we That old show, we did some of the trailers and stuff, but that was about it. The reason I'm saying all this is because this show, Podcast 287, has, came as a result of the force awakens being released we started in january of 2016 uh just a few weeks after the movie was released so um we are just a few weeks away from being four years that we've been doing this show and it kind of started with the start of this trilogy and um as of now we're planning to go well past the end of this trilogy but it's really important to make a note because you know in 1983 when people were watching uh the return of the jedi at the time, most people thought that it was going to be the last Star Wars movie. Now, it was out there. It was known George wasn't keeping it a secret that he had more films in his mind for Star Wars. Um, but at that time, people just seemed to pretty much think, okay, this is the third. It's the end of the trilogy, and that's that. Then, of course, we have in the 90s the announcement of Episode One and the prequel trilogy, and that got a lot of people excited. Once Episode Three was out, once again, we're in the same spot where it seemed that this would be the last Star Wars movie because this wrapped up the entire storyline with Anakin, the rise of Anakin, the fall of Anakin, all that. And uh, we had this understanding of how ep- the flow from episode one to six. It was a complete story at that point. So fast forward to this going on, and it turns out George Lucas was already planning on doing episodes seven, eight, and nine. Uh, but now we have this trilogy that's ending and they're marketing this as the final Skywalker saga story. So even if there is an episode 10, it's not going to be related to the Skywalker saga. So I'm, I'm kind of rambling at this point, but it's a big deal because this is 40 years of filmmaking that's coming to a finale and a conclusion right now. And 
it's been easy for us to get caught up in the moment because there was so much hype before The Force Awakens came out and the online community with Star Wars and Twitter and all that. Um, it was just constant, excited people, happiness almost, and everybody was looking forward to it. Um, the fan response with The Last Jedi was different from the lead up to The Force Awakens. Uh, but, you know, again, we're at a time that this is important to film history to us as Star Wars fans. Uh, this is a big deal because it's, as of right now, as far as you know, this is it. There will be other movies, but this is it for the the core and the essence of Star Wars. So don't forget that. Don't lose sight of that. Don't take it for granted because we've been getting so many new Star Wars things recently. And when you're in the theater on Thursday or Friday or whenever you're seeing it, enjoy it. Remember the experience and, and just don't get caught up in the routine of it because it almost has become routine for us. And really just remember it for what it is. It only happens once, and uh, that's coming up here at the end of this week. So enjoy that. That's my ramble version, way longer version of what oh, Mark was saying. I, I really, uh, uh, yeah, I could, I, yeah, that's good. <laughs> so, uh, Mark, tell me real quick, who, who are you going to see the movie with? I know you usually have a pretty uh, good group. Drew. No, I'm going to see it with Drew. Nah, oh, nah, I remember, yeah, you said that when we were going to get the tickets. Yeah. Yep, I'm 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 streamlining it. There may still be uh, remnants of my group seeing it with each other, and that's probably fine. Uh, we saw, you know, Force Awakens together. We saw Rogue One. We saw Last Jedi. We saw Solo together, and then the group kind of started imploding. So it was best to take myself out of the situation and uh, just make it easy. Go to the theater that I like. And that's it. I don't want to see it in 3D. Last time I got stuck seeing it in 3D for the first time. I don't like that. I don't want it. I think I saw Force Awakens in IMAX 3D. And I was like, no. <laughs> so I, when I saw uh, my first viewing of all of them is in 2D. Um, I did see The Force Awakens in 3D. I don't think I saw Last Jedi in 3D. Um, but I will be seeing Rise of Skywalker in 3D on Saturday um, after, but I do have the initial showings being the, the 2D. Because, I mean, that, that's that's your tradition. That, that's what Star Wars is going to be. It's not... It's, when we watch it here at home, that's how it's going to be, and, and it's just more normal, it seems, to watch it that way. That's how I want to experience it the first time. Well, I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it Friday, or excuse me, Thursday night, or Thursday at 6 uh, uh, Pacific time in Dolby Cinema, and then I will be seeing it 12 o'clock in the afternoon the next day in IMAX with laser. Nice. So I saw twice. I saw the place that, that theaters that are doing 4D showings are going to have like wind gusts and maybe even like oh, yeah, water there's, spray. There's one, there's one near me. Yeah? Yeah, it's in Buena Park, which is it's kind of near Knott's Berry Farm, which is uh, a knockoff for a, like a, it's not even a it's kind of like Disneyland. <laughs> parts of parts of it existed before Disneyland. It's got roller coasters and and uh, Ghost Town. It's like a, a themed. It's a it's a themed land because it actually looks like a, an old ghost town. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you have, have any? Like, uh, and, you know. Do you have any movie day traditions or anything? No, no, I don't. Not anymore. Um, I saw, well, yeah, I saw every single Star Wars, the, the first ones in the same theater. Oh, okay. Um, but, but it's far away. It's a little bit far away from me now. And, you know, I saw Revenge of the Sith. Um, my mom, who started me on my path for Star Wars, she watched that movie with me and she camped out and, and I didn't camp out all day, camped out for like six hours in line because they didn't have reserve seating then and, and she saw it at midnight we watched the midnight show together and it was pretty cool yeah um, but she lives in Idaho now so it's a little bit far away from me so we can't do it but that that was my one tradition my tradition now is I'm gonna go have a couple beers and watch it hopefully not have to go to the bathroom because <laughs> yeah. I'm older and I, and I have a, a, a small uh, you know holding power i get those done at the same time because i'm going to be watching it at an alamo draft house theater so i can oh, nice. get that that beer and watching it at the same time well they do they do have they have a MacGuffins bar 
at the AMC that I go to. Uh, oh, okay, serve, that's cool. They serve theme drinks and all that. But there's a Buffalo Wild Wings right there in the same area, so we're probably gonna hit that first. Yeah. And then you know maybe I'll just bring a bag and just you know if I have to pee, just pee there. Now you do have a reserve seating, yeah. right? Yes, I do. Okay. Reserve seating, recliners, everything's ready to go. So there's a question on the live stream I want to ask you. Which new creature from the Rise of Skywalker are you more excited to meet? Babu Frick or Claude? Babu Frick. That was quick. Yeah, Babu Frick. And the one I'm more interested in seeing is some, the giant monster that's in the uh, in the clouds or something in one of the trailers. It looks like a Oh, yeah. Tentacle. Like the green cloud thing? Yeah. I don't know what it is, but... One thing you can't argue, regardless of what you think about him as a writer or director or anything, J.J. Abrams makes some visually stunning movies. Oh, I think it's going to be good. I really do. I'm excited for it. Uh, uh, and again, like I, was, like I was saying, you know, I think I've made my peace with Last Jedi. And I think Last Jedi, the part that I like about it the most is the part that I don't think J.J. would have done. Uh-huh. You know, I, I truly, I truly, truly believe... He wanted in the next movie for all the characters to be together. He wanted, you know, Ray and Finn and Poe, right, uh, to be together. And I don't right. see that Kylo and Ray dichotomy happening if it was JJ's uh, movie, right. And I think that's the most interesting part of the Last Jedi. It's the one thing when I think about that movie that that I like the most, and it looks like they sort of took those threads and went with it in this. And I don't know if we would have ever gotten that without Jay or without Ryan. So I appreciate that side of it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, they are just. I guess the final update from the live stream. They are talking to Frank Oz right now, which is pretty cool. But yeah, there's not a lot happening here, so it's not really worthy. Of- continuing to check that in not yet um if there is anything cool from it you guys will find out online later um all right well i guess thank you everybody is this is this our send-off before the movie yeah if anybody even has time to listen to us this week it'd be fantastic everybody it's a star wars week it is everybody's doing their predictions it's almost like a holiday yeah i'll be happy if anybody puts us to the top of their list to listen yeah, we appreciate it so much. Every time that anybody lets us know, again, on Twitter, wherever else, gives us feedback about listening all that, it really goes a long way, and we really appreciate it. So thank you so much for everybody who does that. I guess that's it. All right, so uh, again, everybody, enjoy the movie. Let us know what you think, and we are very excited about t- to talk to you about it afterward. Um, and I guess my final thought to you, Mark, is if you saw that crawl, you would be very hyped for this movie, I think. It's, it's yeah. written like a Star Wars crawl. If I saw it, I couldn't talk about it right now because you're cutting it off. <laughs> it's true. I don't want to talk about it, so what's the point? It is true. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Happy, happy, happy Star Wars, miss. Yes. Yes.